it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. SmackDown study. It's good to be back, guys. This is your SmackDown study for May 21st, 2021. Boy, oh boy, did we have a fun SmackDown tonight. Big return. An amazing main event. It's nice. It's nice to see SmackDown continuing to be that one constant for the main events, you know, main event stage. Uh, while Raw has been improving lately, SmackDown has just been head and shoulders above. And tonight was just another example of that. So we'll just jump right into it. So the big announcement, I'm sure everybody who has the internet, has noticed this. But as of July 16th, the WWE is going back on tour. They're starting a 25-city tour, starting off in, in Texas. And it's go time, folks. 18 months Without live wrestling events, the summer is going to be great. I can't wait. Very, very excited. Will I be able to go to a show? I don't know. It depends. I mean, the closest for me would be Boston, and that's that's a little bit of a trip from northern Vermont. But I just might have to do it. <laughs> it you know, it's it's been too long. It's been too long. I know a lot of you feel the same way. So very excited for this. Uh, Sonny Deville making the announcement to start off the show was a great way to go. And they started doing like a like a parade of champions to start off the show as well with the announcement. Uh, naturally, the only champion that wasn't there was Roman Reigns. So Sonya talked about all the other champions and how excited she was for all of them, et cetera, et cetera. And then she went to introduce Roman. And instead of that, we got Paul Heyman. Funny part of it was Paul Heyman was using Roman Reigns' old theme song. <laughs> so naturally, half of the internet panicked because they're like, oh, no, they used the wrong song. Are they going back to the old song? 
No, I think maybe Paul Heyman finally has some theme music, and it's the Shields music, which is hilarious. But I, I digress. Either that, or it was just a it was just a mistake, and they just kind of let it slide. But as Sonya was making her announcements, Bailey decided that she'd had enough, um, especially with them uh, or with Sonya celebrating Bianca Belair. Because obviously, if you remember from this past Sunday's pay-per-view, Bianca Belair and Bailey's match was outstanding, but Bailey has a gripe because Bianca used her hair to score the pinfall. So, of course, doing this, Bianca's like, all right, fine. You want to fight? Let's go. She comes down to the ring, pretty much throws the title in Bailey's face and says, you want it? Come take it. Bailey's like, no, no, not yet. No. Points to her watch. No. You know, I'll do it on my time. There's no time yet. But as she goes to leave the ring, she gets attacked by Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. This then prompts Natty and Tamina to head down to the ring. And all six women are fighting as we go into commercial break. And Playa, let me tell you, we had ourselves a tag team match. Six woman tag match as we came back from the break as a shocker to absolutely nobody. <laughs> um, one surprising thing, though, to finish off this match, Natty tapping out to Shayna. So they did specify this a little later in the show. Monday on Raw. Shayna and Nia Jax will be getting a rematch for the WWE Women's Champ uh, Tag Team Championships. So, at least we know we have one match that's one title match for Raw. So, that's something to look forward to. After that, we had Chapter 4 of Aleister Black's Tales of the Dark Father talking about how it's time to start culling the herd. And I love this build, what they're doing with him. And by the end of this podcast, you will completely understand why I feel that way. We then moved from the Dark Father to the Crownless King. As Baron Corbin looked for some revenge against Shinsuke Nakamura. And we were in for a treat tonight. Shinsuke had himself yet another guest song performer for his for his uh, theme song. It was Rick Boogs from NXT, former also known as the uh, Old Spice Night Panther, comes out with an electric guitar and goes to town he did it just perfection it was outstanding it was so great he was <laughs> they went back to commentary and pat mcafee's air guitaring literally on michael cole i was dying pat mcafee has been a godsend smackdown commentary no offense to Michael Cole because the man's been doing this for such a long time. But adding Pat McAfee is such a breath of fresh air, and I appreciate it so much. The man is, yeah, if he doesn't want to wrestle anymore, I'm okay with that at this point. He easily 
easily could be commentator of the future for this company if he decides to stay, which I really hope he does. Whether he does or not, we'll see. But for now, I'm enjoying the hell out of his commentary. For the match itself, it's fantastic. For a few moments, I thought uh, Corbin would uh, get his revenge, but a distraction from Mr. Boogs allows Nakamura to, to hit the small package and get the victory over Corbin keeping the crown. We then got one hell of an announcement. Jimmy Uso went to Sonya and said, hey, Usos are back. Let's go. We won ourselves tag match. Uh, you know, give us three pops. And Sonya, being the intelligent woman that she is, says, whoa, 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 whoa. We need to promote this. We need to, you know, build this up. So she's like, next week. We'll give it to you next week. Jimmy was fine with that. However, Jimmy hasn't told Jay yet. We all know Jay right now is, you know, the right-hand man in Mr. Roman Reigns. So this could be trouble. We then heard from said Universal Champion, the head of the table, our tribal chief, Roman Reigns, heading down to the ring with Jay Uso and Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman then went on this beautiful <laughs> ode to Roman Reigns and how he's the only, ch only true champion of SmackDown. All the rest are just title holders. So after Paul was done, Roman was ready to handle some family business. Told Paul to have Jimmy come down to the ring. Then we're going to continue discussing what's going on, including, you know, the tag match. However, we don't get any Jimmy, but we do get Cesaro. Cesaro coming out, looking sharp in his suit as always, but unfortunately, he's got his arm in a sling. It's very upsetting. I don't like to hear that. But Cesaro was like, hey, Roman, we're going to do this again. I want you to match the Hell in a Cell. Of course, Roman looking all tough because he's already beaten Cesaro. Like, oh, yeah, you, oh, you, want, a, you want a chance? and you, know, you want another shot? You think you deserve one? And as Cesaro makes, makes his way to the ring, unfortunately, Seth Rollins jumps Cesaro yet again. Just decimates him, unfortunately, around the ring and lands not one but two curb stomps on him. And Seth Rollins looking like a crazed animal. And of course, after that's all done, Cesaro's being taken out in the stretcher. They, inter they interview Seth in the back, and Seth's like, I don't know what happened. It's like, I've, I, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I don't, I don't know. And He's just standing there, and all of a sudden, Cesaro's getting wheeled by, and he goes, hey! He runs over to Cesaro, and he grabs Cesaro by the by the cuffs, uh, uh, by the uh, by his jacket. He's like, why are you doing this? This is all your fault. Why are you making me do this? And it's just Seth Rollins just going absolutely insane. 
And I love it. <laughs> Psycho Seth is the best Seth. Plain and simple. Now, I originally had thought that we would get Cesaro and Roman Reigns at Hell in a Cell. I don't believe that's going to happen now. I have a feeling that we're going to get Seth Rollins versus Cesaro in a Hell in a Cell match. And I think this is going to be insane. Now, <laughs> as some of you remember, the last time Seth Rollins was in a Hell in a Cell match, he lost the match via disqualification to the Fiend. Now, yes, I, I, I said that correctly. He lost a Hell in a Cell match via DQ. <laughs> For what he did to the feet. It's probably the worst hell in a cell that's ever happened. It's it's on a, it's just yeah. <laughs> so obviously I'm hoping that we're not gonna get anywhere near that level of ridiculousness, but with Cesaro and Seth, it's gonna be brutal. Somebody's going to get hurt, if not both. And I'm I'm looking forward to that match. That's That could steal the show. Like, the WrestleMania match that they had. I feel like that match stole the show. But it is what it is. So, moving on from that, we had a singles match between Dominic Mysterio and Rob Roode. And if you remember from the pay-per-view... Dominic was the one that pinned Robert Roode to win the titles. Robert saying before the match that he's going to prove tonight why Dominic doesn't belong. Well, fortunately, once again, man had to eat his words because Dominic, Dominic pinned him yet again after dropping the frog splash. And, you know, as... <laughs> I really thoroughly enjoy what's what's been going on. As much as I love Robert Roode and I love Dolph Ziggler, I love that they're putting over the kid. I know this is going to anger some people because some people don't believe he deserves a shot or a title or anything. It's just his name or whatever. The kid's working hard. Is he the best? Absolutely not. Not even close. Is he learning? Yes. Is he improving? Yes. I see no problem here. I read an article today. Uh, Ray Mysterio himself had said that Dominic is working towards getting his own name and getting a mask in the luchador fashion. You know, Ray says that he has, has a lot of points because of, you know, from Ray, but obviously Ray's being, you know, a little, <laughs> you know, a little biased. Whether that actually comes to terms down the road, I think that would be really cool. Um, yes, I know we've already seen Dominic's face, but Luchador tradition of earning your own mask, earning a name, I think that's really cool. I, I'd like to see that play out in WWE before he retires. Um, whether that happens or not, I don't know, but I think that's a pretty cool concept, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that, hopefully happening. After that, we went to our main event of the evening, and this was a fatal four-way for the Intercontinental Championship. It was Sami Zayn 
versus Kevin Owens versus Big E versus Apollo Crews, the current champion. Now, this match was absolutely bonkers. And I loved that they had this match be the main event. Multiple times, each competitor had a chance to win. We get towards the end. Biggie actually drops the big ending on Apollo. Commander Aziz pulls him out of the ring to save Apollo's title. Biggie then throws Aziz into the post, taking him out of the equation. Gets to go back in the ring, and half the state, half the building, power goes out, and fog starts to rise. Biggie's all confused, kind of looking out back towards the the ramp, not knowing what's happening. And out from the fog comes Alistair Black. Now, at that moment, I lost my mind a small bit <laughs> because he's been gone forever. Now, we all thought the issue that happened with Zelina Vega, and we thought maybe he would just be sitting at home for the rest of his contract, and then, you know, how long that would be. But things seem to start working around. Alistair's started doing those vignettes. Now he's returned to the ring. He comes in, hits the black mass on Big E. Paulo takes advantage, pins Big E, retains his title, scurries off. So now... Now we not only have Aleister Black's return, we have his first feud. Him versus Big E. Obviously, the big question is why? What did Big E do to deserve the Black Mass from Aleister Black? Obviously, I'm assuming Aleister's seeing him as the first person that needs to be cold. But I'm sure we'll hear more in, in, you know, the next week. Um, I'm sure Twitter is going to go insane with the two of them probably starting to go back and forth. And so I'll definitely keep an eye on that because I'm excited. I want to see what they're going to do. But that's how SmackDown ended. I love a good surprise. Impacted that to us on Thursday, and it was great. SmackDown does it again on Friday. So I'm like, ah, oh, what a way to end the week of wrestling. And I'm so looking forward to to next week's shows. Obviously, as we know, you have double or nothing at the end of the month on the thirtieth. Man, it's it's a it's a it's a good time. And of course, everything is so close. July is right around the corner. Now, I know we still have to go through June, and that's fine. But it's good. We're close. We can see that light at the end of the tunnel. Wrestling is almost back. Crowds are almost back full time. It's, it's just it's just great. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate all your all your listens, your comments, your your destructive criticisms, everything to help us grow. We truly appreciate you. So,
If you like what you hear, please follow us on Twitter at media underscore rhythm. You can find us on Facebook, uh, YouTube, and now Instagram as Bedlam Media. I made that important change to Instagram last night. Bedlam Media opened up, so I was able to snag it. So everything now is uniform on that front. Um, you can find me pretty much everywhere at Scotty G Stream. And you can find this podcast on pretty much all podcasting platforms out there. If we're not on a, pod, on a platform that you guys listen to, let us know. Let ourselves to it. That way you can do all your one-stop shopping. And, hey, who doesn't want a little better than the new day? So, guys, once again, thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend and a great week next week. Guys, we're almost back to live shows with fans. Finish line is coming up. Keep getting those vaccines so more can be done and we can all enjoy this together. Thank you guys again. Most importantly, please don't forget to join the Bedlam. Have a wonderful evening. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.